Do you want to do some tongue twisters to speak clearly? Some diction exercises, as they say? Diction. 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 All right. Let's uh let's let's try it. Let's try one. Diction. Betty Betty bought a bit of butter, but she found the butter bitter. So Betty bought a bit of better butter to make the bitter butter better. Try that one. Betty's butter. Betty's butter. Blue blood, black blood, black bug, blue bug. Bill had a billboard. Bill also had a board bill. The board bill board bill. So Bill sold his billboard and paid for the board bill. Then the board bill. No longer board bill. But thought he had no more board bill. Neither did he have his billboard. Bill's board. Bill has a board. My my buddy Bill has a board. Let's try the uh, diction for the F words. Four furious friends fought for the phone. Four furious friends fought for the phone. Five flippant Frenchmen fly from France for fashions. Five flippant Frenchmen fly from France for fashions. I think that one's wrong. It would be flu for fashions. Like I think, uh, I think in a gra- I think in a gr- grammatical point of view, because I think a tongue twister has to be uh, <clears throat> at least grammatically correct. You know, like mm. red leather, yellow leather. It's just kind of red leather, comma yellow leather. Very, very easy. James just jostled Jean gently. Jack the jailbird, Jack the deep. Oh, fuck, I messed it up. Well, (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the show. Tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two season a pot, 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 two uh, the 64th Sir song? John Lennon. Uh, Did he come up with a song Sir called The 64th? George Harrison and Ringo Starr. I'm sure he has his night shit. My name is Cameron Osborne. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. Of course, I'm sitting across the horn. His name is Cam LeClaire. That's right. Kiss her quick, kiss her quicker, kiss her quick kiss. This is Cam LeClaire signing on. Signing on. Usually, usually you, uh, you kind of... I sign off sometimes. You kind of like tag on, which one thing, yeah, you never sign on to the meeting. Uh, which is which is really nice to hear, you, folks. We have a great show for you today. Of course, uh, th- this you know April is here. Um, April is here. We made it. You know, we, uh, uh, we're, 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 ho- we're in another lockdown. We're they hoping just, for a lot know, of showers checked. this month, of course, uh, to of course eventually bring the eventuality of May flowers. Right. That is the goal. Um, that is the goal with April. Uh, big joke day today. It is April Fools. You're hearing this recording on. I know, folks, that the, the secret sauce going on behind the scenes. How could you ever know when we're recording? Of course, this is live. 
This is actually a pre-record. Of course, there so was that, is, there was that one episode that we kind of brought listeners behind the paywall there and kind of let them know a little bit of how the sausage is made. Um, um, a you, little bit of inside April baseball. Plans? Any bit? Of, any uh, any jokes planned? Um, do I have any jokes planned? No, probably not. I got to kick out to work a little bit later this afternoon. Um, I uh, of course always love you know you'll see uh, you'll see the social media April Fools, and I saw a couple yesterday from places in the UK who are you know kind of like there are that little six hour bump ahead, and you always forget it's April Fools because you know I'm an adult. So right. you'll read you'll read something online and then be like, wow, uh oh, uh, what a crazy tur- <laughs> stat! Is that a headline or is that an asinine? Who knows? Exactly right. But most of all, it's just uh, things making up. My, uh, do you have any? I, I I gotta tell you, maybe I'll I'll uh, I'll show you mine and then maybe you can show me yours, Cam. My top April Fool's prank ever. <clears throat> this was the okay. this was the top one. This is this is the the peak. This was this the is pinnacle. When it all went downhill after that. Well, it was really like the only one I kind of ever did. Of course, I had siblings later. You know, I had step siblings. I eventually moved in with. So I never had a lot of that sibling rivalry that I'm sure you have, right? right? You know, that kind of whether you're picking, as you do, whether you have a big brother picking on you or you're picking on the right. little sibling. I never did any of that because I wasn't and you really ankle pick him and beat him down. Exactly. I never did any of that just because like I'm not I wasn't really a brother. So I kind of stayed away from that, except for this one year, of course. Do you remember? Uh, well, of course, we here at Two Scenes Upon, we we have the uh, our scholastic book fairs and our magazine right. campaigns that we're uh, that we're still driving hard for. If you want a copy of Sports Illustrated, be sure to let us know. Two Scenes Upon at gmail dot com. Twenty sixteen so, model. All of the. <laughs> All of those, uh, like, campaigns and shit you do at school came with, like, you know, those little gifts, and we'd always receive these little, like, unfoldable calculator alarm clock Right, the most useful thing you can thing. imagine. You know, and it would prop up on in your case desk. you are unsure of when you wake up in the morning what day it is, what time it is, and how much you owe that day to rent. So it props up on your desk, and then you kind of fold it Today up. Today would be a perfect day. <laughs> they would be a perfect day for that. Uh, so I had, over the course of a few years, I had many of these things. So my prank was, I, uh, my stepsister, I set her alarm on her bedside table to like four in the morning or something, right? Three in the morning. And then I take another one of these little things, these little alarm clocks, and I set one for 301, but I kind of like hide it in her sock drawer. And well, then I take another one instead of three oh one, right? Pardon? You're one minute apart. You said four o'clock. Then oh yeah, whatever, whatever it yeah, was, one, whatever one, 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 one minute, minute interval, right? Whatever one, yeah, one minute, minute was, and then I set another one for three oh two, and I put that in the closet, and I set a couple for three oh three, and I like hid those, you know, in her toy chest or something like that. Uh, Classic. All in said and done, there must have been ten or twelve alarm clocks in there. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all At go- one point, you stop going to bed, and you're like, I know it's coming. So I, know I it's coming. woke up early. Because I knew it was coming. I was still young enough yeah. that I probably would have been getting to bed, you know, maybe around 11 o'clock or something. I set my alarm for like 2.55 so I can wake up and not be, I can't be in the hall. Just put my ear mm. against the door. Just wait for it to come. And of course, that first alarm comes and you think, oh, I set my alarm by mistake. Just turn right. it off. What a whoopsies. What a whoopsie, right? That second alarm comes up. You've never heard that chime before. You've never heard that sound. The third one, the fourth one, let me tell you, at one point, she's just screaming. 
I'd imagine. She wasn't even trying to find them all and turn them off. It was very, very funny. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I got, I got, isn't it funny that, like, you get blamed for a prank on April Fool's? I don't know. Yeah, it, it should was, be a carte blanche. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, I thought this was the day that, like, you know, it's on the fucking calendar. We're allowed to do. You're told yeah, everyone as a kid, knows it's coming. Like, this wasn't necessarily a harmful prank. Nobody got hurt. No property got damaged. Right. But I still kind of had to, like, it, I, I wasn't sure if it was, like, you know, I, it was because I was doing it against, you know, my younger stepsister, if that was the problem. I think it's both, mostly because you got in trouble because everyone's tired when it happens. When people are tired, people just react That's a good point. Uh, poorly. Like this morning, um, Shannon's sleeping on the couch because she worked all nights. And I say, I'm going to use the blender. You should probably wake up. Doesn't wake up. Now I have to start putting dishes away because I can't find the blender cup. And she wakes up all mad. She's like, do you have to make so much noise? I'm like, this is reasonable. I let you know. You, you can't be mad. You're mad because you're tired. See, Cam, but also you have, if what I can recall from unloading your kitchen, you have four or five different blending uh, machines over there. You know, could we, you, yeah, could, could you not have only found one, one of the other ones? Oh, yeah, but you're looking for the blender cup. Maybe take, right? it, up, maybe take it, it upstairs, blend your stuff upstairs, or... I mean, she needs to go to bed. She can't be sleeping on the couch all day. <laughs> I, it, Got work to do. It's a big-ass couch, though. I guess. So, I don't know. My point is that pe- t- tired people um, will wake up very angry. Like, I pulled that prank on Connor one time, the old. Um, he said he was going to go take a nap. And then we're like, we'll get this idiot. So we all got our phones and then, like, hit them all in the room everywhere. You know, same same gist of it. But then he just stole all our batteries and said, I'm not I'm not waking up. You did the same alarm prank? Same alarm prank, except then he's like, you can take your phone back. You will not get your battery back. See, that's what I like to call a classic backfire. Yeah, yeah. The old uh, the old switcheroo, as they say. You know, yeah. Because, I mean, you took the risk putting your thing in there. It would be, you know, especially like you said, you're waking up, waking up somebody. You know, if I had all of my shitty alarm clock smashed that day, that was the price I would have had to pay from, yeah. some, from some angry yeah. person. Worth uh, the gag. I mean, was it? Was it ultimately worth it? I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so. It's tough. It's tough, though. Um, one time we put saran wrap on the toilet. Classic. Me and my brother. Classic prank. Classic. And then my dad picked up on it but didn't let us know, so he bought an O'Henry bar, put it in the microwave, yep. and put it on top, and then just like, you know, once he found it, just yelled, he's like, get over here now. And he's like, look at it, look at it. And then he took a bite of it, and he's like, look at this, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, your dad pulled a little Caddyshack on him. <laughs> your dad pulled yeah. a little Caddyshack on you guys. Oh, is that from that movie? Uh, yeah, but it's floating around in the uh, in the pool. Oh, uh, okay. And then yeah. everyone well, gets I, scared and gets out of the pool until the guy cleaning the pool just like picks it up, looks at it, takes a bite of it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I never heard that one. So that was original to me, but I knew it was definitely from inspired from somewhere. Well, yeah, I'm sure he, I'm sure, you know, first he tried uh, a Twix bar. He's like, these are way too skinny, way too small. Uh, then he kind of I'm went, sure you can estimate he, what you think it looks like. He went in the shit. other direction oh, and took like an arrow bar. And they're like, this doesn't, this doesn't look right at all. Uh, oh, Henry, just, no, just it's, got, a, it's got a bit of a that. Hershey's block. Like, no, <laughs> exactly, no right? Like takes, it takes a, you know, oh, Henry really is the, uh, the most poo looking. Easily. Chocolate bar I mean, out there. 
Mars isn't <clears throat> bad if you're looking for a little log. Uh, may, maybe a bunch of uh, slightly melted together M&Ms. You know, without the candy coating or without the color coating. We're back. Um, yeah, she's been doing this thing where she finds the part on the deck that, or the part on the fence that is dirt and digging holes under it. So now I have to keep a little more watchful eye or f- until I find rocks to put there. Dogs dig holes. Dogs dig holes. Dogs try and leave sometimes. So. Dogs try and leave sometimes. See, I sometimes. think, you know, you're just experienced the suburb. I don't know where she'd go. <clears throat> you're experiencing go, suburbia. I think that's what it is, Cam. Yeah, I'm not used to it. You know, you want your I dogs mean, free running around like they're uh, chickens at a farm. Ideally. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know where she'd go. She doesn't have a collar, so that's probably the biggest problem. Hmm. You don't have a collar um, with a little tag that you got at PetSmart? That's no, like we the do that when we're up at the cottage. Bone. We do that at the cottage when she has free range, but here um, there's just risks of dogs choking themselves because they'll catch it on something <laughs> when they're alone and really? they get hung. Yeah. God, I feel like more than you think. that has to be the same. You concerned about your dog's collar choking you is... I feel like just like any other, it's like a kid, you know, like uh, parenting techniques that our parents used on us. A new parent would probably say, like, how, why did you do that? There was such a risk of this, right? such a risk of that. You know, the jolly jumper has been recalled because baby, because it's snapping and babies are falling six inches to the yeah. ground. Six inches to the ground, smashed vertebrae. <laughs> but it's looked Gone. like us. We're, we were Never fucking fine. Look at our dogs that we grew up with. They were fucking yeah. fine. They didn't choke themselves on a on a branch. Some of them did. Well, yeah, there's always going to be some of them. Survivorship Jesus. bias. Jesus, Jesus. Christ, can eight, think... eight of them died. The two of them left. They're like, look at us. Jesus Christ, can I didn't think you'd be the pessimistic one in the morning. I thought you'd be so chipper. Well, I don't know why you don't have a shirt on. To be honest, it's more. It's why would I have to? Why would I have to? I don't know. It's, it's just. It's just us here. It's just us here in the studio. It's cold outside. I got the sun shining right on me. The sun shining guess, right yeah. on me. It's keeping me warm. Yeah. Shine on you, crazy diamond. Thank you. Um, hey, what do you think of this? Um, I don't know. Did you get the news last night? Did you hear, hear about this? Hear about this? Uh, we have a new segment here on the show. It's called, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> have you heard about this? you heard about this? Yeah. You heard about that? Oh, yeah. Whole province going into lockdown again. So that's great. Um, number three, baby. Maybe this will be the last. Who fucking knows? But... Um, that was some somber news. I woke up to that this morning at 3 a.m. Um, Shannon had sent me a text letting me know Doug Ford's putting us in lockdown again for a month. So uh, yeah. non-political podcast, but uh, not something you'll want to wake up to. Yeah, I think I fell asleep to that message, actually. So <laughs> just as you were waking up from that message, I was falling asleep to it. Yeah, sad, sad state of affairs. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. <sighs> Well, no comment. Way to fucking, br- not, way to fucking bring us down here, Cam. Well, I want to get your instant reaction. Oh, you want my uh, Cameron Osborne all caps reacts to? Yeah, reacts uh, to. I, I, want, refu- I want your I face. refuse to contribute to YouTube's react to videos. Uh, you know, we don't need another. We don't need another one of those online. Uh, yeah, I need your um, n- new male face posting up there with like bright colors in the background. Oh, oh my god! I'm so oh shocked! My god. I'm so shocked! You can't believe oh what I did to my best friend's house. 
Uh, yeah, well, you know, on KM, I work in the uh, in the tourist tourism live event industry. You know, I mean, every single day they do their fucking little message there, and uh, right around the time we'll try to take our lunch break, and then we just kind of sit on our lunch break and listen to uh, what the province has to offer. Who I feel bad for, I feel bad for all the restaurants who got stoked to open up again on patios, purchased a lot of inventory, and now will have to stop. Uh, because inventory, you know, it's not, uh, food prices not cheap, aren't necessarily, not, not necessarily inexpensive. Right. <laughs> not to say that it's, I, not to say that I know the cost of things like that, you know, and, uh, that would suck, right? Imagine that buying like weeks and weeks of food, anticipating it's going to be fucking packed. You should have seen King Street the other day. It was just fucking every single t- table at every single little place was occupied. Restaurants probably purchased uh, accommodating that, and now, um, no. Now it's all gone. Now it's all just going to the trash. You know, but they say, they do say, Cam, that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So, you know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, are we insane? Probably. Should we expect a different result? Probably not. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think, you know, everyone says that is the saying. Insanity is a uh, definition. I don't, look that up. Not the definition. Oh, what's the literal definition of insanity? Yeah, not no, the I'd probably definition. say it's not that, but I'd say it's um, maybe like a, like a, you know how multiple definitions for a word? It could be up there on like number five. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, you know, where it's like insanity is like, you know, uh, mentally maybe. unstable, whatever, and then... Eventually maybe on works. urban, maybe on Urban Dictionary. Eventually works its way one. down. It probably is like slightly uh, after the colloquial, like that was really cool, like that was insane. Ah, yes, that, that you know, insane. I that mean, was, that was rad. The definition of insane is when Tony Hawk did the first ever 1080. 1080. Oh, pff, wow, wow. <laughs> he yeah. he took that 900 of his and he was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do Again. one more. I'm going to do a half one. Yeah. I'm going to do a little halfsy here. A little halfer. Yeah. Yeah, huge. Shouts out to Tony Hawk. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it. I don't think he's doing okay. I, he's exactly. He's definitely doing okay. <laughs> I think Bam Margera is the one we need to get shouts out to. You know he got canceled off the cast of Jackass 4? How do you get canceled? Off? How do you get... Um, basically, basically, they were like, you can be on the movie, watch to be on the movie, but you have to stay sober. And like, you know, basically do things for his own well-being. They were kind of big brothering him. Like, don't show up drunk. You need to do piss tests. And he was like, fuck you. I think he probably tried for a bit and then uh, it all went sideways. And now he's no longer in Jackass 4. I was going to say the joke's on them. I don't think there is a Jackass 4. There is. Are they making it? Yeah, currently. That's... Yeah, they're in the process of making a Jackass Four with no That's Bam. Correct. Then what's the point? Is is Dave Englund there? I'd imagine. Is Safety Dave. What about Aaron McKegney? He was always my favorite. I sure hope so. Uh, Preston. Uh, Preston Lacey. Yes. Isn't it funny? So I guess they're very, you know, very concerned about uh, Bam Margera's drinking, but not concerned with Preston Lacey's obesity. Uh, yeah, I mean, people <laughs> draw that, weird lines. Isn't the, that a weird line that where uh, the jackass cast is arbitrarily drawing? I also thought the Bam was sober over the past. Uh, he was, but then he fell off the wagon. Or do you fall on the wet? No, wait, you're on the wagon. You get, you get jump off the wagon on the wagon. I think on the what you want to be on the wagon. Like what? What back, are you? No, you know, what back are you on the wagon? Right back off. Are the you wagon. on the wagon? Like what are Fuck, we? I, we're we're wagoneers, as they say. And then you fall off the wagon. 
Yeah, you fall. I think falling off the wagon means you're back on the booze. God, this one's and then hard. Back on the wagon. I wonder where that one came from. Speaking of uh, your little, your little idioms. Oh, that that's uh, that's a good one. That's uh notes. Oh, by the way, do we have notes. There are zero notes from last week's okay. show. I can only say that was because either uh, the listeners never really you know cared enough to let us know or uh it's because we may have actually achieved finally uh the first ever perfect show probably probably the second one yeah you know as a dog owner yeah uh you may have to you know kind of migrate yourself into a new world of thinking you know like uh like a season like a seasoned suburban dog owner and unfortunately i think you know both of your parents are extremely knowledgeable on life however i don't think they would have maybe the uh the advice to give on how to raise animals uh surrounded um by things like fences and people and streets and roadways i mean my parents for years have had a consistent like set up tear down of the backyard uh, through the seasons, you know, they have that kind of like a, you know, like chest high orange plastic fencing that kind of rolls up. You'll see them around construction sites. Yeah, yeah, I know like the boom, ones. that goes around the gardens uh, when the win- when winter comes. Right, dogs are just going to go in the gardens and fuck it up. Boom, that's something that you have to do, and then you take it down. Right, you know, you do have, uh, you know, they do start digging. You figure out how to fix that. Right, you know, you kind of like instead of blaming the dog. For those sorts of things, you got to kind of, you got to take a trip to crappy tire and sort of figure out, okay, how do I make this, how do I make this livable for a dog? Well, where do I buy rocks from? Or where do I get rocks from? Uh, Besides like the forest or something? A a quarry? (laughs) Yeah, well... Um, I think a quarry would probably be good for just having rocks around. Um, You know, you should, uh, speaking of free on Kijiji... Uh, people are giving shit like that, uh, garden things like that away for free all the time. I, yeah, my, I don't uh, think my, you my, were speaking of it. I think that was a good transition. That, but, speaking, um, well, I was like speaking of it because, you know, it is something yeah. that we've certainly spoken about on the show. No, my stepdad built an entire, like, rock, uh, one of our, uh, he has, like, the side deck that he built at the house is, uh, like, all stone. Like, all different levels of stone, and you kind of put them in the ground, and you walk on it. It's very nice. But they were all things that he got for free on Kijiji, because people, if they're, like, renovating a backyard, front yard, whatever it might be, just leave them, like, hey, do you want these? It'll be less expensive for me than to get a, either bring them to somewhere where they're going to certainly charge you for it, or, you know, you have one of those big, uh, like, garbage bins or whatever. It, uh, you know, that'll add up. So look for rocks on Frianka Gigi, essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's all over. Yeah, I bet you can find shit like that all over the place. Like large patio stones also that people don't want to move themselves. Yeah, um, I, that's what I ended up using, just throwing two patio stones down and just knowing for certain that I'll have to redo it, but um, something for now, basically. Exactly. Hey, speaking of Frianka Gigi, what a transition that was almost a good transition. I believe we called it for Uncle Gigi. I believe we call it a segue here in the big time. Segue, segue, yeah. Well, was on the big Was it on? It was on the tip of your tongue. Um, the big smoke or the segue? Segue. 
No, you were saying it before, but Frank, did you how to find rocks? Okay. Man, this is going off the rails. Where does that one come from? I think it's because sometimes you focus on offhand comments that I make where I only focus on the big picture things in which you say. So I yeah, yeah I'm, I, more a, I'm more of a I'm a details guy and you're kind of a big city guy. Yeah, you know? I blow right past the things that I that, that like I know are like non sequiturs. They really I don't. S- I mean see the anything. neighborhood and you see the city. Yeah, and I'll say like a very small thing as a part of a larger thing, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back ninety let's, seconds and talk about back, that very small thing. Think, and then I correct. say like, no, that actually didn't matter. Cam, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, see? Why do you I, why do you show up to the show? So this we're never off terrible. the rails, you know. It's really just kind of what you choose to pay attention to. I guess. Um, well, speaking of uh, things paying attention to, why don't we pay attention to a game cam? And that's called a non sequitur. Yeah, well, of course, you know how the game's played. Call Frank Kijiji. Uh, there's things for free on the time. You know, okay, I'm uh, f- giving things away for free. If you happen to find yourself catching a Waterloo uh, and interested in any of the things that Cameron owns, just look online. I'm sure they're going to pop up eventually. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got lots of stuff I post up on there. <laughs> hey, Cam, um, I think we're, we're going up the elevator today. little elevator we're pitch go- here for you. Okay, I got my suit and tie like Justin Timberlake, and I'm ready to go. Bing! Hey, bud, what floor are you going to? Oh, hey, uh, top floor. Oh, perfect. Are you in that um, that council meeting, that town council meeting? Yeah, the town council meeting. It's finally t- it's finally time that we put an end to this clean water bill. I've had enough um, of it. I've had enough of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just tired of meetings in general. I get my I get my water from bottles, like a normal pe- person. I don't need as, to as open my tap up. Who, oh my who god! Who needs even Who needs even be in this meeting, really? <laughs> libtards you know them you know the types hey what what if i could give you a, a, a real good excuse to get out of this meeting how's that sound good excuse i mean something like natural oh god that would be great i feel like i've used up every single excuse i've gone through like th- i've gone movement? through four or five wives just trying to get out of uh excuses i've been to three or five I've had three or five dead wives just trying to uh get out of these meetings maybe something a little less harsh but still believable Okay, so uh, uh, dead daughter, dead daughter. Well, I was thinking. Are you offering to kill my daughter? You. I'm not offering to kill your daughter. Oh, I'm okay. offering. You should, you should. She's a bitch. You really should. A full bottle of unused laxatives, hmm. and you'll be out of that meeting in no time. That's right. Thirty dollars value, free to whoever can use it. Show up to my doorstep, and I'll be happy to give it to you. Whoever can That's use right, it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like can, is that a pun? Who knows? Um, nope. yeah, this person, I think this is actually a pretty good deal personally. Um, you don't see this too often, but I thought the, uh, the shit joke lend to itself. Finding a nice laxative online for to use $30 value. If you need to shit yourself, come get this laxative free of charge. Would you ever get something on Kijiji for free that you then put in your mouth and put in your body? No, I think I feel I like that's, that's where, where I draw the line. Draw the line. Yeah. I mean, I draw several lines for sure, but mm-hmm. that's one of them. That's one of them. That's one of the branches. Like, let's think. Other things I don't get them free on Kijiji. Um, yeah, I guess that's all it still falls under putting in my mouth. Wouldn't it be funny um, if somebody gave away X-Lax or, you know, some kind of laxative like that in pill form, but actually, like, filled it up with Imodium instead? So, like, what's Imodium? It's uh, opposite. 
It's the opposite. Of- oh, it blocks you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be brutal. You know, yeah. You have you have a you have a marath- You're running a marathon. Take a little bit of modium. You don't have to explode halfway through. Oh, is that what he's used for? Uh, I believe amongst other things, but yeah, if you don't I've, want okay. to go. The only time I've used, I've heard of people using things to not make them poop is in the military. They use it when they go on like long missions. They're like, I just, I do not want to poop in a gutter when we're getting shot well, at. Exactly. So. And you're, you're, you're in yeah. a, you're in a triathlon. You also don't want to have to take a dump because you want to win the race. That's a good point. Yeah. When's the last time you shit yourself? Uh, Never. Uh, or never? I shouldn't say never. I shouldn't say never. I'm gonna say one and a half years old. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't think you're pushing the limits that hard enough. No, you're no. Playing it too safe, big guy. No, I have a. I've got a good. I've got a good system. I've got a good. You never. You never out walking. Then you're like, you know, my body's getting a little hot. You know, you're feeling kind of sweaty. And you're sitting in a shabby diarrhea. No, no, <clears throat> my body doesn't react that same way to food, uh, like as quickly. Or maybe, you know, maybe I have a stronger stomach, but I have a friend who just the other day at work uh, went to go grab a slice of pizza at Pizza Nova, a place that, you know, him, himself, myself, everyone at work has eaten at many times just because it's the closest kind of pizza place to work. And after eating the slice, it was like 35 minutes later, he was like, oh, I I can't handle it. Uh, What was he going to do? He went to the washroom. But yeah, like my body doesn't act like that. I can eat kind of whatever and then not immediately explode. Yeah, I mean, I think mine's sort of sensitive. Sometimes I don't even know what it is. Some things will just hit me. And then it's 45 minutes later, like, yeah, we don't we don't have any time to spare. I'm sure I'll find that dish that it might be, you know, but try lots of cream. <laughs> just, just drink straight cream. Maybe that could do it. All right. <sighs> cam, cam, cam. Well, what do you have free for me today, bud? <clears throat> okay, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Ding, ding. Hello. Oh, hey, how you? Do- hey, how you do? Um, Johnson, right? You, uh, you work in accounting? Yeah, yeah. A lot of oh, people work in accounting around here. Yeah, but you're the, uh, you're the one who uh, went to school for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're the one with the diploma on the wall from uh, University of Phoenix Online. Uh, (laughs) What's going on? Is that you? Okay, no, I thought that was. Uh, Hey, though, you know, I did hear. um, I think you and I actually have something in common. Uh, I heard that you love scuba diving. Uh, yeah, how did you hear that? Uh, yeah, you're you're MySpace page mostly. Um, yeah, you follow me. Yeah, yeah, I follow I got, you. I got, I got a podcast too. Oh no, follow no, that? <laughs> no way. Do are you on Friendster? Oh, oh you know, still building the friends. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't it just, it's new, so it's only a few years old. So I'm still building the friends. Well, you know, I mean, I, I did hear that you love uh, that you love scuba diving, and uh, I also, unfortunately, I mean, you, I mean, well, maybe not unfortunately. You did post it on your page as a status update that your wife took all the scuba gear in the divorce. 
We don't talk about. I thought it was really life. interesting. You made this. You made this it's kind not of my like wife anymore. Okay. You made almost like a pros cons list there was never of no like, but like things that she took and then things that I got to keep. It was uh, you know sort of breaking down everything, and I just saw. I just noticed that she kind of took all the scuba gear. <laughs> what about Cheryl? What? I can't... <laughs> well, I was gonna. Say, well, I was gonna say. You know, I mean, since you lost all your scuba, or since you don't have any scuba gear, do you? Do you it's I, not the I, only thing I lost. <laughs> I've got I've I've got tons of extra stuff. Could I? Do you maybe want some? You maybe want some new gear? Does it still smell like her? No, 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 no. It smells like the ocean, I guess, or the beach, or whatever. I guess I'd be interested. You know, yeah. I, I got to stop you right there. You seem to be very emotional because prior to that pros and cons list uh, that you posted, um, you were very openly uh, divorcing your wife. You, you weren't divorced from her. Like you, you, you very proactively made the decision to divorce her. You only know you love her when you let her go. Okay, okay. Well, if you if if you are in the mood for some new gear, I do actually have some uh, some of the top of the line atomic aquatics goggles. Really? Um, you know they're used to wear. They're only yeah, they're only two years old. I actually only got to use them a few times. That's um, when we had our first kiss after two years. Right. It, it, by <laughs> <Continue>. the, it, <laughs> the um with the goggles. I mean, if if you if you want them, they're yours. I'll take them just for the memories. Okay. Well, only one catch. Just just one little thing. I can bring them to work tomorrow. You can take them for free. I don't actually have the goggles. I just have the case for them. Well, what's the what's the use? Well, you can buy your own atomic aquatics goggles and then put them in the case because the case is only designed for this one particular set of goggles. So, if, if unless it would just be like an empty case, you can't really fill with anything. I I I'll take a look. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> Anyway, I gotta get to my accounting meeting. Oh, Cheryl, a sad accountant. Has there any been ever been as something the, more there, tragic? Is there any other thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. If you find yourself in Scottsdale, Arizona, you can pick up yourself a set of Atomic Aquatics goggle cases. <laughs> the case for a pair of Atomic Aquatics goggles. They only fit one model. They only fit that one brand of uh, of goggles. So it's on you, I guess, to uh, to make the rest of it work. Wow, incredible. Yeah, there you have it. Another free Uncle Jeej. We haven't heard that one in a long time. You know, I've actually heard, Cam, uh, I, got, I got some very, some praise of for the uh, for the little jingle for the free Uncle Jeej, which is really just your voice. No, no, that's my voice manipulated. Never mind. Sorry. Um, no, no. I did get a. I did hear a lot of uh, praise about that one, and of course, anyone, know. anyone say anything about the wheel of death? Uh, that one is is uh, is is the is jingle list. Yeah, with the actual segment themselves. Uh, haven't heard any listener feedback. Of course, you know where to find us. Two season pod at gmail.com. Um, you know, we'd love to hear voice notes. You have, you have something you want to plug. I'd love it if maybe a company kind of reached out to us and then uh, we tried out a product and then uh, <laughs> and then see how it kind of like applies to our lives. See if it's helpful at all. So you're asking for sponsorship, basically? No, because sponsorship doesn't directly imply that you have to use it. Like you can be sponsored by Old Spice, but still wear speed stick. I want to. I want you know. Not me. I'm a diehard. You're a diehard. You give old me. You give me anything, and I will use it. Yeah. Just, just give. Hey, here's this. Uh, yeah. You know, we want that firsthand. <laughs> here's an empty goggles case. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to fill it with goggles. 
right? You know, uh, we want that's uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what we're kind of looking for right now, is uh, products that we can use, uh, that will also uh, kind of result in some kind of financial compensation for us. You know, hmm. not exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, moving ahead. Hey, um, let's. Speaking of games we haven't played in a while, let's do another one. Sure. I call this one Urban Balder Dashinary. AIDS bum, cum douche, edge fap, gimp, herb, ike, jerk, cush, lamp, mac, narc, oaf, pank, queet, re, slore, tilf, uff, vag, walk of shame, zon, yeet, and zuck. Now let's play some Balder Dash. Urban Dictionary Balderdash. God, I worked so hard on this theme, and every single week you just butcher it. That's right, Cam. Um, uh, we all know how to play Urban Dictionary Balderdash because uh, we all know how to play Balderdash. We're all aware of what Urban Dictionary is. Um, I'm kind of disappointed with Urban Dictionary because I kind of started clicking around maybe a few too many pages. You know, around like page three or four where the novelty of something will wear off and then it's just actual dictionary definitions uh, as if somebody is kind of copy pasted from Webster's. Of course, our friends at Miriam Webster, they're uh, they're on the horn with these sorts of things, always adding new words to the dictionary um, and Urban Dictionary is no different, Cam. So how about you kick this one off? All right. Our term of the week is, um, again, one of those double meaning ones, a Fauci. A Fauci, F-A-U-C-I. Um, and I'll give you, I'll give you the uh, sentence, and then you can work off that. Okay. Well. Hey, um, want, okay. Yeah. Go for it. Go ahead. No, I was going to hey, say, want, is it a uh, noun, adjective, adverb? Hmm. It's probably a noun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know these things. Um, hey, want to take this off Bumble and meet up this week? Yeah, I'm down. Maybe we can keep it the. Uh, maybe we can go to the park and keep it one Fauci apart. Okay, so this sounds like a brand new definition. Of course, uh, a Fauci is—he's not the biggest guy in the world. Or like five, six, maybe, or five eight, maybe. I'd say he's approximately my height, five eight, hundred forty-seven pounds. He probably wears a size eight and a half or nine shoe, depending on. In, ca- uh, in case we're looking for sponsorships here. This letting you know you know just letting you know if you are if you're looking to, if you do have a eight and a half or nine that's the particular size that uh, fits me best uh, I'm gonna say a Fauci is uh, yeah something to do with distance between people uh, certainly an American definition um, it probably applies more in America than it does here so I'm gonna say yeah a Fauci is a person who wants to follow CDC guidelines no, so you're close. I mean, it kind of sets itself up to that. One Fauci is equivalent to six feet. Oh, okay. So it's a unit of measure. It's a unit. Yeah, that's what I was. Sure I was, was I it's w- a unit of measurement, a noun, I guess. I don't know. I was. I think I. Yeah. No, it is a noun. I was on the right path, though. You're on the right path, and I mean, it. It sets you up. The other one I had for the week, and this one's again. I think you'll get it even without the definition. A stimmy. That's a stimulus check. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's. I, uh, I, I think that's say, been a. That's that's common language. Yeah, that's been a. That's a term for a long time. If they're using it in Arrested Development season three, yeah, Are they? it's been around for a long time. There's no. Okay. <laughs> All right, send it. Cam, I got one here for you. Uh, Kick it. It is a squat cobbler. Please use a sentence. Of course. 
I asked my girlfriend what her biggest fetish was. She told me she was a squat cobbler. <laughs> Again, it's... The sentence leads to no information. Well, unfortunately, when it comes to Urban Dictionary <laughs> definitions, you'll give it away <laughs> if yeah. you just actually use it in a sentence. So you kind of set the scene of what it could be uh, and then kind of go from there. <laughs> a squat cobbler. Um, fuck. I don't think it has anything to do with corn, even though my gut instinct says yes. I don't know how your gut found that, but that's okay. Cob, cobbler, cobbler. I think a, okay, okay. Cob and corn in the cob. But also cobbler means shoemaker. Yeah, there we go. Um, so a squat cobbler. Oh, this one's tricky. You squat and then you're... Okay, I'm going to guess she likes holding her own ankles. While wearing high heels. Cam, that's uh, not quite close. That's okay. That's okay. A squat cobbler. It's a fetish thing. Is. So, you know, it's all huh? doms and subs. Of course, dominate your sub chubs at Chubway. Um, squat cobbler is a sex act where a fully clothed uh, person pulls their pants down and squats, exposing their buttocks, into a pie and wiggles around while being filmed. Uh, you can also, um, other terms for this have also been known as a Boston cream splat or a Dutch apple ass. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there you have it. I mean, you know, if you like putting your butt in, uh, in desserts, you're a squat cobbler. What'd you call it? The Boston cream splat? The Boston cream splat. Hey, baby, maybe we can take this off bumble and try a little Boston cream splat. See, I, I could have used <laughs> that sentence, too. And you'd be like, oh, best shit. Part of, best part about it, baby, we can keep it Fauci. And keep, keep it all Fauci. Keep it full Fauci if you want. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. I love that one. But, Cam, you that's demonstrated that one. doesn't have to all be fetish or it doesn't all have to be sex <laughs> stuff and fetishes and f no, no, that's just where your mind goes, big fella. It's easy to find, you know? It's an easy to find one there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I love it. I love. And we're not Boston, kink shaming. Boston, Boston splatter. Boston cream splat. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to bring that one back to the bedroom tonight. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, let us know how it works. Twoseasonspot at gmail.com. Did you try the, the squat call? Present there? your partner with a, with a nice with a nice apple crisp. And then put if you put if you send it. us a pic wearing two C's merch while doing a, a squat cobbler, we'll, uh, we'll we'll feature you on the show. Of course, of course, you know that would be amazing. You know, not only would we receive uh, kind of direct contact with fans, but also how did they get two C's in a pod merch? Uh, it would <laughs> there would be a lot of great. <laughs> you have to things. make your own, but yeah, you yeah. have to make your own merch. Of course, uh, you know you can use any of our images. They're just kind of up there on Shutterstock. You can pay a premium price for them if you want. You you know, it's all royalty free. There's no, there's free? no intellectual property associated with any of our, uh, any of our releases. Isn't there? There is, but it, is oh. there or sarcastic? Is there? I, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know how I, interna I, international property works. Technically, there. You mean uh, intellectual property? <laughs> international property. How I does think, international property work? That's a good question, Cam. Um, yeah. Technically, everything we do on this is intellectual property. 
Yeah. Uh, so it, it is ours. Things, can we sell it? Things such as Headliner Asinine, things such How as Balderdash. Wheel of Death. Wheel of Death. How much is this podcast evaluated at? Is that what you're asking? Evaluated. Uh, yes. We just, yeah, we just popped up on the on the TSX, of course. Nice. At uh, 2 CP. Of course, the number two. Oopsies. We're the only. We're the only. Uh, we're the only stock out there with a number on it, which is fantastic. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just build, just building up towards that. Can't wait! Can't wait for the double IPO. Yeah, yeah. Follow by, follow by, follow by an IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know we're kind of uh, we're doing penny stocks right now. We're gonna work our way up to an independent uh, public offer. Is that what it's called? With, yeah, initial uh, public initial offering. public offering with Steve Madden Boots. Of course, we're kind of following a lot this kind of similar business model uh, as the Wolf of Wall Street. Um, Is Steve Madden Boots still around? Of course, I believe so. I think I, I think s- I bought a pair of them. They were yeah. great. I think I saw. What's the best pair of shoes you've ever bought? Best pair of shoes I ever bought. That like maybe last the longest, or like maybe were your favorite that kind of went away. Now I, I now I go back to this. I have I buy the same Vans shoe every year, or like once every year. So and I a half. think that's that's the one. Then. It's the Vans Atwood shoe. However, like I've I've you know you buy a different one every. You buy a new pair every single year just because you fuck you fucking run through them, right? It's the one shoe yeah. I'll wear between like approximately this time. Like it's pretty much when it's not snowing. <laughs> <laughs> when there's yeah, not snow on the ground, out. I'm wearing this one pair of shoes. Uh, I'm the same with boots. I go back to the exact same uh, Dakota brand of Dakota steel toe boots for work. Nice. I actually saw this. How many a, pairs have you gone through? Uh, probably at least four. Damn. Uh, yeah, because they just, I can I I I I they I just beat them the fuck up. They get beaten up, they get scratched, they get fucking, you know, dinged. They're no longer black. They're now this gray color that cannot be washed out. Um, But I say the best pair of shoes. I got a pair of shoes. There's a pair of, like, Etney skate shoes when I was a kid. And I just, I remember them being, like, my favorite. Like, I love these shoes. Like, they matched. They were the same color as, like, my backpack or something. I think I was in high school. Uh yeah, I just like really liked those shoes. I li- I like the shoes I wear now, but it's just more just like f- it's function at this point. Yeah, I hear you. Um, that's pretty cool. I, I I like people that wear the same shoes over and over. Oh yeah, it's, it's just uh, consistent. It's, you don't have to think. It's called a life hack. You find a I pair guess. of shoes you like, just keep going back to it. See, I got like eight pairs of shoes, so I like to switch it up. But my two favorite pair, my favorite pair of boots that I bought were a pair of. These ones I got at Aldo, which are typically like, you know, dog shit will fall apart in six months. But these so far are leather boots that have lasted me three years now, like multiple winters, multiple mm-hmm. springs, multiple falls, which is incredible. Um, and then this also this pair that I can no longer buy because they went out of fat. They went out of, uh, went out of fashion. Of course, you can't buy them went anymore. Out, they're not ah, in fashion. No, I think they're I think they're still in fashion. The Adidas Shadow Knit Tubulars. They were Tubular. around for a few years. Oh, they're sick. I still have one pair of them, and I just like I hardly ever wear them. They're they're for you know, I don't even know what they're for, but they they get worn sometimes when it's a special occasion. Well, I, I also just bought a pair of Billy boots too, which I'm pretty pumped on. I'm right now in a shoe influx because I needed new running shoes. So I purchased new yeah. running shoes, but the old ones, it's not that they don't work as shoes. They just have like little tread on them. Like I wouldn't want to wear them if I'm outside playing tennis. 
You're outside right. playing basketball. I'd be slipping all over the place. So I bought a pair of shoes in preparation. But it's not like I'm not going to throw out this pair of shoes. They still contain a little bit of value. So what can you use them for? The, the old shoes? Yeah. It would be like, you know, I could work out in those shoes. No problem. That's a good idea. Use them for that. Then. Of course. But, you know, but if you're going outside to, you know, you're playing some basketball or you're going outside to play some tennis. I, yeah, I'd probably want to wear my brand new shoes. Yeah. You know what enough. I'm saying? Gotta so I'm, that, I'm in, a, about, in a bit of a weird shoe influx right now. Of course, I have a pair of basketball shoes that have just been collecting dust over the last year. You I got tried the to Kevin w- Durant, Stephen Curry special, right? Exactly. I have the Stephen Curry's, uh, the Stephen Curry 14s. I, um, That's it. yeah, I wear them every so often just to kind of like remember what they feel, <laughs> just kind of like remember what they feel like. Uh, and then, yeah, it all it really is will be just for like working out because I'm not wearing them out and about like their shoes mi- that I'm only wearing on a basketball court. Yeah, uh, and so it's kind of holding out. <laughs> it was the I worst. Guy I bought these. Wore... Sho- I bought these shoes, yeah. and I played. I think maybe four weeks. How'd you play in them, though? Uh, oh, fantastic, fantastic. That's De- good. Defensively, I was you know I had a little bit of a hop in my step. Um, a couple, you know, I was able to kind of long outlet passes. Uh, Imagine if they were like the shoes. What, what was it in uh, Space Jam that he put on? You're that thinking made? like Mike. Ah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. The other, I uh, well, actually, I'd say like Mike is a far better movie than Space Jam. Well, I didn't grow up with like Mike, so pile of dog shit that movie. Yeah. Anyways, disagree. Space Jam Two. Check it out on HBO Max or Crave this summer. Are you mad that Lola the Bunny is no longer hypersexualized? Well, then join the rest of the incels. Check out Reddit.com/r/incel where you can get all of your uh, Lola isn't sexy anymore uh, sexual strike grief out of your system. Uh, that's reddit.com slash r slash space jam 2 wait is it slash incels or space jam 2 both of them yeah the incels have kind of taken over both of these message boards you can't just be in both. furious that they can't jack it to a cartoon anymore they're just furious I'm, at least we still have sorry at least they still have the uh, the the tapes yeah they can go back and watch space jam and just 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 violently masturbate Lovely. Yeah. Hey, that's a good way to start off your Monday, everybody. Think about that. Yeah, think about um, it. Think I about think Start off your Monday by thinking about how people are upset that a cartoon no longer wears short shorts with tits. Think about how people are upset that they don't do it anymore. Isn't that well? Okay. Not that they do. That not they that they don't. did in the first place. More people are mad that they're not doing it than people who are mad that they did it in the first place. Wow, Jesus fucking Christ! The other day we were going through what the what the generations are, <clears throat> like what the gaps are, what they're called. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. I guess we are, or I am. Are you are you a ninety four? That's correct. Okay, so you are the last year of millennial. Before, oh, no. before the. Are you sure? I think I'm a split. No, I'm also a millennial. Millennials like 85 to 94 was that gap. Okay, all right, that's sick. That's sick. <laughs> but I'm such a millennial. But, but you're on the cusp of being the Gen Z. Now the Gen Zs are the ones that everyone fucking TikTok. hates. Exactly. Yeah. Gen Zs are the one trying to cancel Eminem. For what? All of his lyrics. 
because they don't re- like yeah they because they they retroactively heard a bunch of songs and were like wait this is bad but the new generation is generation alpha they're the ones Ooh. yeah who are, are now told- <laughs> well they're going to be because we're telling them they're generation alpha they're gonna kind of you know all you know it's gonna be terrible it's gonna be terrible like 40 years from now it's gonna suck yeah, that's life, isn't it? Forty years from now, it's gonna. Forty suck. years from now, it's gonna suck, and that's pretty much what life is. I guess you know we'll be, I'll be almost seventy at that point, and uh, we, we might just be calling it quits. Yeah, I don't plan to make it that far. Thirty nine or die. Yeah. All right, let's play one more game. <clears throat> we have two more games to play, Cam. Two. Yeah. Wow. Because of course, every single week. We chunk out a little, a little, a little bit of our show uh, to bring you a smooth, uh, clean, well-rehearsed oh, five minutes. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot. Uh, of the oh nightcap, I can't believe I missed out on that one. The nightcap: a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. All we need is five minutes to recap this week's episode. Maybe less than five minutes, but certainly not more than five minutes. We're going to need more than five minutes. How'd you miss it? That's right. Wow. How'd you miss it? How did I forget it? Okay. Um, Of course, you got the first half, right? I do. Of course, what we do here on the show, we've been watching season one of Knight Rider, uh, starring David Hasselhoff, amongst others, and Kit voiced by William Daniels, which still gets me every single time. I still find it to be a lot of fun. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to take the next little five minutes and talk about uh, this week's episode. So bring yourself back, folks, to a beautiful Friday in the fall of October 1982, where we bring you episode six, Just My Bill of Knight Rider in five, <coughs> four, three, Two, one, we open up with Devin standing at the top of the skyscraper where he meets Maggie Flynn, a no-nonsense senator of the people. She is in the midst of opposing a big energy bill. Devin believes she might be actually be in some kind of danger. And, you know, he is affirmed by that right when uh, a skid full of cement drops right on top of her. Luckily, Devin is there to make the save. Back at our headquarters, Bonnie is adjusting Kit's laser duct. Maybe that'll come into play later, like the oxygen uh, valve came into play last week. Devin tells Michael this week his mission is to protect Maggie, and that's exactly what we do. However, when Michael goes over to the office to drive Maggie to an interview, some henchman tries to run us over. Good thing Kit gets in the way, and Michael and Maggie begin to chase this guy down. Maggie asks, hey, you know, th- this car's way ahead of us. We're in Kit. We're, th- we're going super fast. Maggie asks, can we go any faster? And Michael Knight says, my favorite line of the episode, I can't. I might hit a pedestrian. There's nobody around. <laughs> this is being filmed on a Hollywood backlot. So now we hear from the bad guys. Uh, Senator Forbes, he's the one who's behind this this plot of uh, stopping the emergency, uh, the energy bill from going through. Obviously, so it means more money for him, more uh, more money in his pocket. Back at the office, Devin is waiting for us because he wants Maggie to get out of town until all of this settles. But uh, but of course, as we head out, we are followed by the exact same mysterious henchman, still unnamed. All of our henchmen are always unnamed. We find out that the car of the the henchman belongs to a man named uh, Brian Orndorff. 
who's actually a big supporter of Maggie's, has been for years. We go to visit Maggie's assistant. We go to visit him at the at by Brian Orendorf's office, where Maggie's assistant Jane is incredibly uncomfortable to be sitting in the in kit like unattended. I mean, I get it. You know, it'd be weird hearing a car talk back to you, but she feels as though it's like a guy hitting on her at a bar, and she doesn't want to be there. Uh, Michael Knight tries finding Orendorf, who escapes through a back door in his office. Uh, you know, so you know that can only mean one thing. Cam, the chase is on. Take it. So the chase goes on. He's running through the back door, and thank God we got Kit with his person-sensing technology to drive around, knowing exactly where everyone is somehow, and manages to put Brian Orendorf into a corner and do his signature power slide into the wall, but give just enough space to pin Orendorf into the wall. Michael Knight catches up to him and says, what the hell are you doing here? What's going on here? And basically says, I'm sorry, I'm not the bad guy. I'm against the bill too. But I thought you were one of those goons trying to get me. It seems like these are some real bad hombres, as they say, uh, trying to shut this down. So as, uh, as time goes on, Michael and Jane are now into a hideout as a, what is her name again? Maggie? Anyway, the Maggie, yeah. As Maggie <laughs> is uh, doing some conference or something like that, they're hiding out, eating breakfast, and then Jane gets the news that Forbes is going to try and sneak the bill through when no one's expecting it. Oh, no, what are we going to do? Well, J- Maggie's out. They're out of town, so how are they going to get there uh, before, you know, they're going to get shut down? They go to call Maggie. The phone lines are cut. The goons are chasing everybody down. They're trying to stop any chance of them getting the news over to Maggie or them getting to the scene on time. So they say, okay, if we can't do it with the phones, we're going to have to do it live. We'll do it live. Um, then get in their car, of course, and the goons are now blocking any way to get to the place where you do voting with their cars and guns. And Mike, in classic fashion, finds a ramp that is right above the roadblock, flies Kit over it. I can't imagine how many cars they've gone through at this point. Picks up Maggie, <coughs> takes the road less traveled, and bypasses the roadblock to get around them a second time. These goons are not very good. We think it's all over, uh, but it's not. This this chase scene has just begun. How much time? I got 48 seconds left. The classic chase scene. They got guns, but don't worry. Kit's okay. Michael actually calls a terrorist attack and, and gets the National Guard to respond. We never actually see the National Guard come in, but I thought that was a nice little escalation we saw there. The goons catch up, not in their cars, but instead in a helicopter where we see one of the most insane scenes so far. I don't even want to know the budget here, where a helicopter is sent out with rockets chasing after Michael. Remember, these is not CGI'd. A helicopter is chasing after them, landing on the car, chasing so close to them. Michael opens up his sunroof and leaves Kit on autopilot. Then jumping onto the helicopter, throwing both Shooter and the pilot out of the moving chopper into the water, steals the helicopter, brings the chopper back, and returns to Kit, gets Maggie to the vote, and catches the criminals. Woo! Oh, that was, uh... No, you, you, you were cutting it close there, Cam. I gave you all yeah. the time in the world. You did. Once I couldn't figure out Maggie's name, it was, it was a tough one. It was game over. Maggie Flynn, Senator of the People. Senator of the people. I like how she steals the guy's sandwich at the beginning. Like, mind if I have this? He's like, take it. Well, I got a bit like, of a Thanks belly. for the sandwich. 
Yeah, I'll 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 come work for you when you get rid of that beer belly, Jimmy. So, folks, stay tuned next week. Of course, we got episode one oh seven coming up. Highly recommend that episode though, just for that yeah. helicopter scene alone. That was incredible. Yeah, that was a good episode. I really All right, was. let's play the final game, and then uh, then we can get on with our days. Yeah, that sounds about right. Of course, uh, we always end the show the exact same way, and that's playing a little bit of headline or asinine. Hey, 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 headline or asinine. You know how the game's played. There's real headlines. There are fake headlines, and we got to figure out which one is which. Cam, I'm gonna kick this one off this week. Ready for it? Uh, Missouri pastor on leave after giving sermon berating wives who gain weight after marriage. Could you could repeat that last part, the sermon thing? Missouri pastor on leave after giving sermon berating wives who gain weight after marriage. Oh, okay. So I didn't know what sermon meant, but that just means like preaching, right? That's correct. Like, like, okay. uh, like, a yeah. Um... That's a good question because I, I I doubt the religion says you're allowed to do that, but I imagine it probably doesn't say that you can't do that. So it's one of those um, you know catch twenty twos where you want to let them know you stay diligent to your husband, um, but also don't get fat. And it, it it's a question as old as time, is it not? I can imagine there there's some guy who decides that it's in his wheelhouse to let everyone know that this is what he thinks, and then the uh, the old Karens of the world came back and said. You can't say this about us. And then he, uh, for all intents and purposes, got canceled. That's a headline. Cam, that is a headline. And it's also intense and purposes. Intense? Intense and purposes. It's not intensive purposes. Gotcha. Cam, that is a headline. You are right. This happened um, when Pastor Stuart Allen Clark of the First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri, uh, had a sermon which was broadcast online on the website, full out on YouTube. You can find all of this. uh, Where in the sermon, he criticized women who gain weight after getting married and said that it's important that your husband thinks you're hot. Here's a huge direct quote from the movie that I'll give to you. He said, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, epic trophy wife of all time, like Melania Trump. Most women can't be trophy wives, but maybe you're a participation trophy. Men have, oh. a, men have a need for their women to look like women. Sweatpants don't cut it all the time. Wearing flip-flops and pajamas to Walmart isn't going to cut it. There ain't nothing attractive about that. Men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an amen? Amen. Of course. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Of course, the council and the people at the top of the church have completely condemned his actions and words, saying that they do not in any way align with the beliefs of the church or Christianity at all. Um, The pastor is currently on leave and is seeking counseling. Well, that's... do they call that uh, blowback? What do they call that? I think they call that. What do you call that? Yeah, I think they call that. You shouldn't have said it in the first place. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Like there, that's the definition uh, of like that, bad at your job, right? Sh- like giving a sermon that's not in line. Like if you're a pastor giving a sermon that's not in line with the church's hey, beliefs, you got to spice it up every now. That's got to yeah. be the definition of bad at your job. <laughs> All right, headliner asinine cam. 
suspected drug dealer arrested after giving fake name, which comes back with warrants. I'm sure this happens all the time. You're pulled over. I've seen enough live PD to know what's going on. You're, you get pulled over. You don't have you have, obviously you have an invalid license. So you just toss out a name, hoping it would work. I'm fucking Daryl Smith. I'm fucking Daryl Smith. That's who I am. Uh, and they search and they're like, haha, jokes on you. Because not only is it a crime to uh, give a false identity to a police officer, but then they kind of also nab you. They have this like in between period where they're like, well, who he says he was is a huge criminal. So let's bring him in for that. Then we'll figure out that he's not that person. Uh, and, and then he's fucked anyways. You know what? The police give you so many opportunities to tell the truth. Uh, and people just choose not to. So I'm going to say that's headline. That is a headline out of Michigan where a 30-year-old man was spotted at around 6.30 on a Friday, and this is the AM, with just sitting around. Troopers arrived, showed up, and basically said, what the hell are you doing here? Like, this this seems suspicious. Uh, they eventually said, okay, who, who the hell are you? Gives, gives a name, and there, that guy turns out with a warrant, unfortunately, and they get brought back to the office. He obviously then figures out by the time he gets to the office, the I guess the warrants. Can we stop? Shush. Sorry about that. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So uh, goes to the office. Then they figure out that that he is not that right person, but he also has meth on him. So, you know, all's well that ends well. Uh, we got a we got a meth dealer off the streets and we uh, we doubled up on the warrants. I don't know. Does that count? Does that count as getting two criminals in one day? No, because the person who still has the outstanding warrants is still <laughs> hey, at large. I'm just I'm just, lo- I'm just looking at the records here, Cam. It says we got two of them. Uh, yeah, God, that feeling of being in the back of a cop car and knowing you lied to the police. Like, where's the point where you're like, I gotta come clean. Or what's funny, I love what what I love watching, yeah, shows like Cops or Live PD or whatever it is. They know they're lying, but they always think they can beat the cops. And I would say probably about 99.99% of people do not beat the cops. Not to say that it hasn't happened ever, uh, but, you know, the odds are extremely not in your favor. I mean, that's the only ones you see, though, right? I so mean, maybe it's actually a lot. Yeah, it maybe be. it's a lot higher percentage. Anyway, send me another one. Okay, here you go. Uh, Headliner asked nine, Japanese billionaire is recruiting eight people for an interstellar orgy on a SpaceX rocket. This sounds so made up, but... Oh, fuck. Does it? I I mean, I mean, this is the point. This is the point. This is the point of private space travel. You can go up to space and do whatever you want. Now, would this surpass your list as number one as the most expensive porn ever done? Because you better know he's Mm. filming it. This could be, you know, of course. I think we had. Um, it was Caligula was the most expensive adjusted for inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like number two was pirates, right? It was. Yeah, I think. Well, number one was something. Yeah, like sixty-five million or something like that. Yeah. Who remembers the title? I just remember the scenes. Caligula. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say headline. Cam, that's asinine. I made it up. However, uh, however, however, the second that public space travel is allowed, someone's going to fuck up there. You know, like, you, the, yeah, you, you know, the on like, club, the, you're like, how about the, the 
very higher than mine. It's called club. the Interstellar Club. You know that oh, as soon as line. they made a cabin on a plane, somebody fucked in it. Uh, and I assume SpaceX would be no different. You can't imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Headliner ass, and we're going back to Jap- Japan. Ooh. Japanese company offers paid leave to grieve if employee's favorite band member leaves their group. Oh, now this would be a big one. You know, of course, over there, um, uh, over in Asia, uh, they have these huge multi-performer K-pop bands. You know, if your fa- if your favorite Japanese member pop. of BTS left, That's you're part of, you're part of the BTS army. You you're gonna be you're gonna be devastated. You know, if Jung Lee, I think that's one of their names. If he, uh, if he left, you would be, uh, you'd be devastated. You know. That being he's said, my, he's my heartthrob. I'm trying to think of a time where I've been so upset that a member of a band has left, and I want to say maybe it's never happened. I know I've been, I've been, you know, not. I've been like not stoked. I don't even want to say upset because it has nothing to do with me. I remember being like not stoked when a band stops being a band or something like that. They stop performing together, whatever have you. But uh, Japan paid sick leave, having sex with animals. Uh, Yeah, it all kind of is uh, on board, but I'm going to say that's asinine. This one's real and it gets even weirder. Uh, The company's name is Hororo. And (laughs) you mean Hololo? No, I never, I never said it out loud. It sounds so funny. All right. Uh, recently made waves on Twitter, revealing the company would offer paid leave to fans of idols. So they don't call them band members. They call them idols. And that's okay. in the note. Um, if their favorite member of the idol group leaves due to graduating or get married. So graduate means they leave the band. If they get married, I mean... I guess that's also another. Note. Well, you know, well the now, ball and chain isn't going to let you go on tour, you know. I guess not. Um, so it keeps going because I thought, wow, what a bizarre thing. Cause Japan typically is known for having rigorous work policies, um, but this is one thing where they said we have to take it too far. The state or the clause also states that allowing employees, if they say in a week in advance, they can leave work orderly or take the day off. Uh, to event to attend a live gorilla concert as well. That's now fun. it's not a gorilla, gorilla concert the way that I imagine it. Okay, it's one so that, like, you pictured yeah. G O R I L L A, but Correct. I think in that this article it's G U E. Yeah, um, allowed to take ten days off if their favorite member graduates. Three paid days off for their second favorite member <laughs> and su- su- subsequently ranked members. So, like I said. It just gets weirder. They're paid in full. Um, it's due to mental or emotional distress. I was looking up some of the comments on Reddit, and a few people were like, I know people like this. This is probably a good policy. One thing in North America, I think that equivalent for us would be, you know when uh, somebody is like uh, from a team, they're traded, or they sign a free agency deal with a new team, uh, and then people burn their jerseys? It'd be kind of like that. You know, if somebody, your favorite, you know, if Kyle Lowry got traded last week, I think the whole city of Toronto would have needed a day. Just uh, yeah, I think that would kind fair. of collect their thoughts, remember, you know, what's important in life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sports. And all Sports. those things. Cam, are you ready for your final headline? Yes, sir. Oh, here we go. A uh, woman sues restaurant alleging she was injured by a drag queen's breasts. Yeah, this one, I could see this happening just by the whip. 
right? Uh, I don't think it popped out or anything, but I imagine that someone got their big old fake titties in someone's face, hit it a little hard, and then maybe their eyes got a little bit swollen. They were like, this, this is basically rape. This is rape. This is the big R one. This is it. And then uh, they were like, that does not constitute as rape. They're like, well, that's personal injury. That's what it is. Um, that's my bet on how this happened is a big old titty shake headline. <laughs> and this is a headline. Uh, this is a story out of Tampa where a woman is suing a restaurant called Hamburger Fruit Mary's. There. It's out of Florida. Yes. There no, no. It's talking Tampa Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where a woman is suing Hamburger Mary's restaurant saying that while she was attending a birthday party, she was struck by a performer's breasts. Uh, the woman's name is Neldon Molina, who was out celebrating a friend's birthday party. And then at some point in the evening, music began to play. Uh, the crowd starts clapping and cheering and an announcement comes on to say that the drag show was about to begin. Apparently, this restaurant is also known for having drag performances. The woman claims that the performer came up to her, grabbed her head, and wiggled her breasts against her face eight times. Afterwards, the woman approached a manager saying that she was in excruciating pain and even had headaches. She even went to the hospital because of cervical pain and uncontrollable headaches. She is suing the restaurant. For $1.5 million, seeking past, present, and future medical costs, as well as pain and suffering, because the restaurant failed to inform customers of any possible dangers while eating. So, I was right about the big old tiggies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get how she tied all those things into it. But, hey, you know what? Uh, Land of the free, home of the brave, right? Florida. Exactly. That's what they say. Sorry, she was barking at a bird outside, so I apologize to the folks at home. I think you just got to let her out, you know? Let a dog be a dog. I did, and then I tried to. I kicked her out. I had to kick her in the butt to let her out. But then you let her back in. I think you just got to let her out. Keep her out. I I, I tried. All right. God damn it. All right. Third headline here. Headliner asked when I came. Two people killed in Cancun plane crash after a gender reveal stunt went horribly awry. God, how could it? Oh, man. How many more of these goddamn gender reveals <clears throat> until we realize that it's fucked? Um, I've never met a parent who had a gender reveal also. Um, not yet. Not yet, of course. <clears throat> I'd be curious. Well, I feel like... I don't know. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that um, you ever have like something you want to ask somebody, but you know it's like kind of an inappropriate question to ask, or you may not be close enough with them. It's like when you see somebody in their late 20s doing all these these lavish, expensive things, and all you want to do is ask them, how the fuck do you afford this? Correct. You know, or you want to see some of the cocaine addiction and you're (laughs) like, or you want to be like, hey, you want to be like, hey, you know, you see somebody going on expensive trips, purchasing expensive things, and then you're like, hey, why do you still live at your parents' house? You know, you want to ask yeah, them like this, a real rooted question. Yeah, that is where, against, where's your priorities? <clears throat> like where, you know, I mean, for me, it was get the fuck out of my home. I get the fuck out of my parents' house as soon as I can. And then yeah. we'll worry about lavish, expensive things, you know, but it's like slightly inappropriate to ask, you know, like you need a very close friend, Cam. Like I need you to have a gender reveal before I can be like, why the fuck are you having a gender reveal? <laughs> you know, like there's sort of that level of closeness of friendship. 
because yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> I guess there are probably thousands of gender reveals which go on injury free. However, we only hear about the ones where people die or things get set on fire, causing millions of dollars of destruction. <laughs> Those are the only ones we actually hear about. And it kind of taints the entire thing. So I picture with this one, um, you know, like a like a trick plane that's uh, spewing out smoke behind it. And the smoke <laughs> was either blue or pink or it was like writing in the sky. You know, like, it's a boy, <laughs> and then everyone was going to get excited or something like that. Um, but why two people were in the plane? Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a better story behind this, but just because it's dumb and shit like that, uh, I'm going to say it's asinine. This is a headline Fuck. and uh, kind of a sad one, too. Because well, of course, people died. It, it, of it, course it's sad. It, it, yeah, it was, it was a pilot and his co-pilot in the plane. They were going to do the old hang a banner behind the yep the, okay it's called um and then basically it's like it's a boy oh my god is that going into a tailspin and then it landed in the ocean <laughs> like that was it so what happened like, just like they, they ended died the, that's it no 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 but, like, uh, but, but any oh. any word like did the did the banner get caught in a, in no, a blade? No, nothing to do with it just like just kind of the two things happen they're unrelated Right, but they both happened. But was it like mechanical? So, no, no information if it was like mechanical failure because the planes just don't fucking go nosedive into the ocean. There has to be a reason for it. Um, video captured seems screams of observers. Cam skimming through the article right now. Skimming through the article. I read it before. I didn't see did his homework. Did you my homework? Cam's looking around the room looking for hints. He's looking at a plant right now. He's looking at a mirror of himself. Uh, hoping for answers, sort of has like a little, like a dead eyes. Yeah. They launched an investigation. Okay, investigation is pending. Um, who knows? Maybe these pilots went full Roy Halliday on us, and we just don't even know that information. Who knows? Maybe they hate gender reveal parties and want to be. Maybe they also hate gender reveal parties and just wanted to be uh, a part of that. Well, Cam, that was a fantastic headline. And God, I got to say, I think that is all the time that we have for this week's show, folks. We want to thank you again for listening. Um, keep on coming back because Cam's favorite episode 69 is coming up where, oh, I, can't I mean, wait. Cam, you hyped it last week. So I'm anticipating in five weeks, I just don't have to do anything for the show. It's going to be so hands off. You're just going to kind of lead uh, this the whole thematic time. discussion uh, for, and for 75 minutes or so uh i'm not even gonna prep for that episode i can't wait to hear what you have in your sick and twisted mind but remember to rate review like and subscribe podcast is everywhere let us know two season a pod at gmail.com how do you want what do you want to happen see in episode 69 who can't knows wait. it's i mean you know this will be a question specifically for cam as we found out that it's his favorite episode number uh of course we already passed episode 13 for me so i'm all in the clear for now until we hit that big one hundo that's correct. Uh, that one, nine eleven and four twenty, are the only real numbers that count for podcasting. <laughs> and we have a we have a ways to go before episodes four twenty and episode. This uh, is the first one. This is the first milestone. Some people say it's fifty. Some people say it's hundred. I say it's sixty nine, four twenty, nine eleven. We're also waiting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a huge step between episode nine eleven and episode four twenty. Oh, episode six six six. Can't forget about episode six six six. Can't forget about. Yep, yep, yep. That's yep. right. Those those are the fun numbers. Yeah. Hey, never forget, folks, uh, you planning on doing a wedding this year? Well, you're probably not going to beat this record. The longest wedding veil over 63 football fields. I'm Cam LeClaire signing off. Take care, folks. <laughs>
continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a